This episode is being brought to you by the patrons of the Rasafari podcast, patreon.com slash Rasafari. Hello, I'm John Rossi. I'm a touring drummer with a passion for animal conservation. When I'm on the road, I spend as much time as possible visiting zoos, aquariums, and conservation organizations. Now, I want to share those places with you. I'll be talking to keepers, vets, conservationists, anyone who can help me in my mission of connecting my people to animals through their people. Join me on my raw safari. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Raw Safari Podcast. This is the last Tuesday episode of the year, and as such, I decided that I needed a little bit of a break like I did last year around this time, too. So uh, I decided to take this time and go ahead and let y'all hear some of the patron bonus audio that exists with my podcast. Now, in case you are unaware of this fact, I have a Patreon, and that is where you can go and support the podcast for as little as $3 a month. Yay! That's exciting. And if you do that, you get patron bonus audio from some of the episodes. Now, unfortunately, I'm not always able to get, uh, you know, extra audio from the interviews. Sometimes there are time constraints or um, occasionally, actually, people just don't love the idea of Patreon. And that's that's fine, too, whatever. But whenever I am able, I do get this extra audio and I put it out there for my patrons. I've also released two full episodes that are patron exclusives that are available once you become a patron. And um, I'm hoping to do some more of that in the future, although we will see. I I, I make no promises, but that is the goal. And um, I also frequently let patrons see some extra photos or, uh, you know, get a heads up on who's coming down the line or, or stuff like that. So there are perks. So if you're willing to support the pod, maybe with some of the money that you've gotten over the holidays, you can go to patreon.com slash Safari to sign up. Um, and so what will you hear if you get this bonus audio? Well, you'll get to hear stuff like what you're about to hear. Uh, the first thing I'm going to share with you is the most recent patron bonus audio, which is from last week's episode, my episode with Becky Bell of Elmwood Park Zoo. Even though we spent a whole lot of time in the episode talking about my wedding and the general event planning that Becky does, uh, we spent some time after the interview talking about some of the animal encounters that Becky has gotten to have in her position at the zoo. And so here is Becky talking about that. All right. Hey, patrons. So uh, I do have some bonus content for you and some animal content, uh, since a lot of this wasn't, uh, from my interview with Becky Bell at Elmwood Park Zoo. Um, thanks for being patrons. You're awesome. And I love you. Yay. Um, and so, Becky, you yeah. don't work with animals. Correct. But you work at animals, like, you know, zoo. Yeah. And they have encounters here. They do. Have you gotten to do any of those? And so, who have you yes. met? And tell me things. So... Um, last year, since this is all new to me working with animals, um, we got to do several encounters, um, when it got really slow, like slowed down last year. So I did, um, an owl encounter, which was probably my favorite because I love the owls, but I got to meet Stella. So that was really nice. I got to, so I got to feed Stella. 
I got to feed Snowy. Snowy is amazing, I, even though the name. Gorgeous. Come on, I, the name. Uh, she's. I mean it. She's a snowy she's owl. A snowy come on, owl. that's my no. point. <laughs> that's okay. I have a what stuffed red panda I, that's named Red. So I mean, I really can't. Yeah. yeah, you can't. Yeah, you have no, no room. To no talk, room. Sir. No room to talk. <laughs> but I got to feed Snowy. Um, I did get to meet Banshee. Nice. So nice. that was really that's cool. cool. Um, and got and um the screech owl. I think it was Zeppelin. Okay, yeah. Think it was Zeppelin. So I got to meet those guys, which was just so awesome. Um, the oh, Hoover, have you done a vulture encounter? I have not. Okay. So I didn't think I'd enjoy it as much as I did because it's a vulture and I'm <laughs> right, like, right. what you know, like we see them all the time. Like, why is this a big deal? It was so awesome. Um, so they brought her out and I got to have her land. On my arm. Nice. I was nervous to feed her a snack just because her beak is so sharp and pointy <laughs> and I was a little scared. So Elisa from the education department would feed her a little treat um, when she would land. But that was really cool. So getting to see her fly at me and land on oh, my arm. Oh, that's awesome. And then do her little run on the ground. Yes. So that was really cool. That was a great experience. And then I did the chinchilla Encounter. Okay. And I, yeah. The chinchillas here are amazing. They're so cute and soft, and I could have spent all day playing with them. Yes. Uh, for sure. So I did that encounter, and then the rabbit. I got to sit in with the bunnies, and I got to brush them and just feed them little treats, and it was just the coolest thing ever. So there's a couple more that I want to do. I would love to feed the otters. Yes, yeah. I am waiting to do the hedgehog encounter. Oh, yeah. So Hedgehogs are very cool. I've... Some of my friends had them as pets, but mm-hmm. I never like like really saw them or got right, to see. Right. So having them here, I'm like, what what are they? What do they do? Like <laughs> what, what's going on? Um, so that was really like I I'm looking forward to doing that too. So, but yeah, I've had a couple of encounters. Um, we got an armadillo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can really talk about this, but we got an armadillo, and I got to sit in with the armadillo and have him run around nice. and play with him. So that was cool too. Nice. Yeah. Armadillos are very cool yeah. and very personable and, and not like you would think maybe. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, no, no chance to meet Slash yet? Slash the Red Panda? Not yet. Missing out. I'm waiting. I'm hoping within the next couple of months, we're going to be shut down for construction. Mm-hmm. So excited. Yeah, not so for exciting. shutting down, no, but no, excited I know. for construction um, to happen. So that's exciting. So we're hoping that some of the keepers will be like, hey, the animals need some people interaction. And I am first in line for anything. I think I'm going to have to remind Michelle that I'm around too because Michelle has hooked that up before. I don't know if you know okay. this. I, I figure I told you this in the, the wedding planning, but but Slash helped me propose. I didn't know Oh, yeah, that. okay. So I'll have to show you pictures when we get ah. off here. But um, on, on an, a, a day where the zoo was closed, um, I set it up with Michelle um, <gasps> that, uh, you know, one of the keepers or or docents, I forget which, needed okay. to be trained on on doing an encounter. Oh, wow. And um, so we went in with Slash. And we've both hung out with Slash a couple of times. Okay. She's helped with, like, some of his medical care oh, when, cool. you know, she was helping out here uh, with that stuff, just, like, learning and doing the thing. Yeah. And I've just been incredibly fortunate to get to go in with Slash a couple of times because people love me and I love red pandas. <laughs> um, yeah, it works out. But um, I noticed the sweatshirt Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, but so, uh, yeah, so we went in okay. and totally just, you know – normal going hanging out with red panda and uh feeding slash 
And then um, I got down on one knee oh. and Zoe was feeding Slash. And I was like, hey, Slash wanted to help me ask you something. And she was like, huh? And just kept feeding Slash. And I'm sitting there holding a ring out. And by the way, again, totally on brand. This is the response I expected. Okay. Like, to, yeah. See, okay. you, again, I wish y'all could see Becky's face. She was frozen with her mouth open when oh I said that. My God. But this was the exact response that I expected. Good. I was amazed that I remembered I had a ring when I was oh, feeding Slash. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and so I was like, yeah. And so I, you know, I proposed oh. and she went, what? And turned and then was like, oh, oh. And then said <laughs> yes. And then shocked me by giving me a big hug and like not letting go. Okay. Because we were still with a red panda. And I mean, I know that we just got engaged, but like priorities, people. (laughs) And so I I will show you the pictures, but there is a series of pictures. The first of which is me holding out a ring and her paying no attention. Okay, perfect. um, Looking at Slash. The second is her hugging me fiercely and me hugging her back. And the third is her still hugging me, me keeping one arm around her and slowly dropping my hand down to start feeding Slash again. Oh, my It is my favorite thing uh, from us because it is the most on-brand thing. Do you have that ever. blown up in your house somewhere? Because I have you actually should. thought about it. I did make I did make a like you know one of those like multi-picture things oh, where good. you can where you can see it. It's like a comic strip. It really is. Like, I need to see that. I will photo, show that please, to you. because that's amazing. Yeah. So you just trying. You just got engaged. It's just the one hand, hand dropping right there. Yes, like <laughs> slash, that's the thing. It's Slash's fault. He came back and and yeah, and so it's just my hand dropping with some food oh, to be like. That's fantastic. (laughs) I I need to see that. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was how Slash helped. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It always it always had to be here. We talked about so San Diego is like our like favorite vacation destination. We love the zoo there. Yeah. And we talked about doing it. And that ended up being our honeymoon. Um and we talked about Columbus because we've got some great connections there. And like I knew that we could like even we could have gone in and gotten photos with some of the animals and stuff, like, you know, even some of the non not ambassador types or whatever. Uh, But whenever we talked about it. At the end of the day, it just had to be Elmwood Park. Oh. And it just had to be, you know, slash for the engagement. And one of the ambassadors that I've connected with, Banshee being the top choice. But it yeah. it had to be here at the place that we love, you know, getting great. drooled on by our drooly yes. giraffe friend. All of the things. And it, it was all just perfect, which is I cool. I love it. You know, yeah. So I'm glad that you've gotten to have those experiences, though. And I highly oh, God, recommend so some fun. Slash Time. Oh, he, that's on my list he's, as well. He's very standoffish in the best way. I love it. It's very lovely. Cool. Well, again, thank you for doing this. Thank you. As I think you can hear a little bit there, uh, my patrons definitely get a little bit of an unfiltered version of John, which is a lot of fun uh, for them and kind of ridiculous for me when I listen back. Uh, yeah, but so that is just a quick little look at, at some of the audio you can get. And now here is another clip. This is part of the patron bonus content that you could have heard if you were a patron from uh, way back with my episode with Clay Carbajal that was recorded at the... Uh, AZA conference in Baltimore. All right. And now for some patron bonus content. Hello, patrons. I love you. You're awesome. Yay. All the things. Um, 
<laughs> so my, my patrons know better than to expect me to, to grovel. But <laughs> um, so we're here with Clay. And um, I just thought that what we could talk about is, you know, you keep mentioning your lovely wife, <laughs> who you have worked with at SeaWorld and then again at Abilene. And um, who I, I was very much like, I could have you both on the podcast. And she was like, <laughs> my husband should be on the podcast. Yeah, she doesn't want to do anything like this. She's all, she's my camera girl, too, on the YouTube series. She doesn't want any part of it. Nice. Although I'm, uh, we're doing some episodes now where it was her idea, so I'm, I wanted to foster it. She does voiceover additional content information. That's all she wants to do. That's fair. So, fine. I'm just happy you're involved, dear. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But so, yeah, tell me what it's like, you know, working together and zooming together. I know there's, you know, I'm sure there are great stories, but then there are also like, <laughs> you know, there's compassion fatigue. There's like hard things in this industry. Yeah. And and a lot of people that I talk to say that it's going to their spouse who's not involved that they're able to use to get over some of that stuff. So, so be real with it as well. As yeah, I know you well, do. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, we've been together 16 years, uh, married three kids, love her to death. My wife, hope I'm sure she's listening. She's probably critiquing what I'm saying right now. <laughs> she became a patron just to critique. Um, I met her at SeaWorld across from the dolphin pool. And, uh, I didn't, I, we didn't, we just became friends. I was actually asking her dating advice very early on. Nice. Cause I was in college being an idiot. Um, and then she asked me to go to like a Halloween party and I thought it was a friend thing. I honestly thought it was a friend mm-hmm. thing. So here's a little fun fact for all of you bachelors out there. Don't do what I did. I took a date to my first date. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask, how are you married? I'm going to ask, how are you alive? I took a date to my first date. She did not talk to me the whole night. And I text, I called her after the, the, the thing. And I was like, well, the chick I took, she, the, the girl was just, yeah, it was, it was a date. It wasn't going to work out. So I was like, hey, what's up? I thought we were going to hang out. And she yelled at me and was like, that was supposed to be for me and you. And I was like, well, yeah, I was there and you were there. I didn't understand it. And then she yells at me on the phone. I like you, you idiot. And hung up. I felt so bad. Oh, no. I felt so bad. So the next day I called her and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize that was what the intent was. I'm just a dumb boy. I'm so sorry. Can I take you to lunch? I took her to lunch and we have been together ever since Amazing. 16 years later, three kids going on, uh, going on 17 now. Nice. Um, so what it's like working at a zoo together. So when we were working at SeaWorld together in the same department, it was kind of hard. We were dating at that point. So we tried to keep it a secret early uh-huh. on, uh, until, uh, one of our coworkers, we did not know had a separate second job at the mall and saw us together. <laughs> and then the rumor spread, which was fine. Uh, and then when you're sitting at home, though, and you're talking about your career and your stressors, you really don't have anyone else to go off of. Right. It, it burns you out. And there is compassion fatigue. You know, there's the, the times where I'm worried really, really about the, the animal at work or the behavior or the, the task I've been given. And she's doing the same thing. You know, she had goals and, and, and uh, budgetary goals she had to hit working for a big corporation. So it was hard. So we made a rule very early on that you don't talk about work at home. You want to talk about work? We can do it on the way to work. We can do it at work, but you don't talk about work at home. Um, if you need to get something off your chest, we can talk about it, but let's try to keep work at work and, and clock out. So you literally clock in and clock out at home. And that really worked for us, especially with nice. kids because you know they, they come home from school. They've got a problem. You're helping with homework. You got to make dinner. It's not the time to be like, oh, I'm so fat. I can't zip my wetsuit up right now. Like, it's not, not the time to talk about your problems. That wasn't really that big of a problem. I just needed to lay off the Twinkies. Um, so that was a very early on thing. Um, but it, what was nice about it was 
my spouse. And if you want to hear what was nice about it and the rest of that bonus content, you can do so by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Rasafari. Gotta leave some content that is truly patron exclusive. And then I'm going to give you one more bit of bonus content, and this is throwing it way back. Uh, this was from an episode that I believe ended season one, and my good buddy Jamie Delk was on mic. And um, so here is just a little bit more of that story. Let's start with my other poop story. Poop story. Because I know that one. <laughs> What's the grossest thing that's been in your mouth? A special edition by Jamie Delk. No. <laughs> So, um, when I was the taper Pattis, uh, ostrich keeper, I was cleaning out the ostrich barn one day and we have these like blue scoopers and I filled that thing up with ostrich poop and then I took it, took it to the trash can and I flung it over my shoulder and right into the trash can with my face right in that and my mouth wide open and all that poop came splashing right back oh. into my mouth. Oh. And that, my friends, is the grossest thing that I've had in my mouth. But there's some really close runner-ups, I'm just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're back to your dating life again. No, my God, I can't say that. That's why this is bonus content. <laughs> And believe it or not, uh, Jamie actually kept going. There was a heck of a lot more bonus content there, but I did want to share that story with y'all. So, yeah, um, I hope y'all have enjoyed this little mini-sode, and I would like to say thank you to all of my patrons, especially Lara Shank, my Red Panda level patron. And uh, I'll be back here next week for the start of 2023 with a brand new Tuesday interview episode. And don't worry, Zoo News is still coming on Friday. So uh, I hope you all have a wonderful end to this year and start to next year. Yay! And remember, friends, the word credits backwards is Steiderk. The Rossafari Podcast is produced, hosted, and engineered by John Rossi. Editing and fact-checking by John and Dr. Zoe Vesley Gross. Our theme song is Sevens by Nathan Burke, performed by Nathan and John. Interrupting John theme and additional voices by Taylor Isaac Gray. You can reach John directly on Instagram and Facebook at Rossafari or by email at rossafaripod at gmail.com. Rossafari is part of the Daydreamer Media Network. Now, stop listening to me and go visit a zoo.